0: The Life Patterns Project is a big project and one of the biggest studies that follows young people in Australia. So we survey them every year. We recruit them in senior high school, and then we survey them every year to see how they're faring, how their transitions are working, um, and also what's concerning them and what's working for them. And so we did our first report last year with around 1,200 participants, and we found some, some pretty major concerns around mental health around um, pessimism toward the future and around political voice. And um, these are the main things that we cover in the report that we may talk about today.
1: Absolutely. I think that's so intriguing to hear from these young people. And you were saying earlier that you're really working on amplifying that youth voice in this report, um, which is really great. Do you feel that the, the recent federal and Victorian budgets have supported Australian youth? And if so, why or why not?
0: Yeah. Um, it's a it's a difficult question. Um, to an extent, it has, but I think the the big issues are not really there, in my opinion. Um, young people do not feel like they they're being heard. In that, at least in that report, that's what we're seeing. Uh, they don't feel like the big issues, especially around climate, um, around mental health services and support in schools, but also outside of schools. All of these services are not at the level. Um, where they would expect it, and and so the the budgets could do better on that front, both at the state level and at the federal level.
1: Mm. So this report really highlights the the mental health of young people. What can be done to support the mental health of young people?
0: That's that's the the big question, right? Mm. Because um, <laughs> the the what we observe in this report, which is based on the survey we did last year is part of a broader trend that's been observed nationally of a decline in mental health and well-being for young people. And that's been going on for almost a decade now. So it's a, it's a major trend. Um, what can be done? Uh, young people are telling us that um, anxiety and the pressures that they're facing in schools in terms of expectations to achieve... Um, the study pressures that are happening at the school but also at home in their personal lives these are big issues that our cohorts are facing and so um, the support they can receive in school um, and also outside of schools in terms of relationships um, in terms of learning pace of learning um, these are all things that can happen
1: you make some really great points there. The res- The results showed that a majority of people felt optimistic about their future, but fewer than half felt optimistic about Australia's future. And then also one in six students were optimistic about the future in the world, only one in six. Mm. Um, what factors do you believe has caused the next generation to feel pretty negatively towards the future nationally and internationally?
0: Yes, this is, this is another one of the major findings, I think, from the report, that um, divergence between... Uh, a sense of what's going to happen to me as an individual um, versus what's going to happen to young people, people of my age um, in the country and also internationally. And it's quite concerning um, that effectively young people seem to tell us that um, I can find the resources, I can work to make some things work for myself in my own life. But collectively, um, um, there's big issues that need to be addressed um, at this level of society, not just individuals.
1: Mm. In the survey, students were asked, thinking about the issues that young people are facing in Australia... Uh, what advice would you give our politicians? And I thought that was a really interesting question to, to broach to such a politically inclined generation. What were some of the responses that you got from that question?
0: Um Yes that uh, I think the comments that we got is perhaps the richest part of the surveys because you know surveys will have closed questions yes no or you rate on a scale what you think uh, but we also give them a space to write in their own words the comments and and that's where we get really the the meaning of what's what's happening in the lives of young people and some of the comments we got um, in terms of advice to politicians are listen listen <laughs> more um Make sure that political decisions are based on information and what matters not only to older people but also to young people. Um, Take the science seriously, especially when it comes to climate change. Don't turn um, scientific evidence into partisan politics. That's another one. But there was also a bit of disillusion with politicians when it comes to even just being heard. Um, Some respondents wrote that... There would be no point in giving advice to politicians. They would not listen anyway. So that's the more kind of bleak side of the responses. But yeah, taking science seriously and giving a voice and institutionalizing a voice for young people who do have political views, that's quite important.
1: How can these students get their their voices heard in politics? You said it was a major issue. Uh,
0: There are things happening in that space that are um, encouraging, in my view. Um, there's a whole debate around the legal voting age, um, so there is a movement to, to bring the voting age down to 16, which would be a, a, a significant change for young people. Um, in part, it's also political representation, so um, most of our political representatives are much older and young people are not really represented there. Um, but it's also um, in consultations with youth organizations that could be taken more seriously um, and it could be far more of a two-way conversation than, than a one-way um, one-way street.
1: That's really interesting. I want to kind of come back to where you said that this is going to be like a yearly, yearly thing that you partake in are you following the same set of students or a new set of students kind of what was what does the future of this survey look like
0: yes well it's, it's a big program of research and so we have the resources to go back to the same participants and then track what's happening in their lives and that's really amazing because we can see how things are changing over time for the same people because sometimes as we know contextual factors can make you have a hard time at a specific point in time COVID being an obvious example but things can get better and so being able to track the same young people over time is going to be really valuable and we're also adding um an additional group of students at least the same size so another thousand or thousand five hundred students this year to broaden the sample and have as broad a set of perspectives as we can get
1: amazing well those were all my questions did you have any additional information you felt needed to be shared
0: uh, these, I think, you've covered it really well. Um, one more thing that that I would like to add is that one thing that stands out in my view from this report is the connection between issues. Uh, we see mental health and well-being being an issue. We see climate concern. We see a sense of political disengagement from the formal institutions. So people having political views but feeling like they're not heard. Um, and it, When we look at, for example, um, young people's sense of satisfaction with life in general and their mental health, there's a clear connection. Young people who are feeling like they're struggling mentally don't report the same levels of life satisfaction. And that cuts across the other issues as well. So really understanding that the issues young people face are a complex set of intricate issues as opposed to a series of small things that can be solved individually. I think that's probably the, the key message as well.